Hey, there's nothing wrong with me topless. You got a problem with me being topless, bro? Wanky, That's my new logo. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stronghold Podcast. Steven immediately starts the podcast throwing some shade. Steven, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Everybody, Steven Langdown, former professional MMA fighter, fighter of one championship, and definitely the handsomest man in the room. No offense, Jake. No I'm offense. Taking, I'm, I'm I'll take home. it. I'll take it. Uh, so uh, we are here because the trio of us are going to podcast for all you beautiful people, and also we are going to be breaking down the Lion City Championship uh, here in Singapore, which is taking place this weekend. Steven's on the commentary. Mm-hmm. Your boy's on the commentary. Jake is on the mother effing commentary. Good. I bring zero expertise to this, but it'll be fun. Hey, <laughs> hey at, this, at this point, you've got two years already of experience talking on a mic. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to that. We're going to break that down. Uh, we're going to break down the one championship from the weekend, which uh, I had the pleasure of uh, uh, judging. So we'll go through and break down a few of those fights, particularly that main event, which was a little... A bit dodgy, oh, yeah. A little something, something. Uh, but, you know, you have those kind of things in, in different decisions. So whatever. So we'll break that down. And let's start off with... Stephen, how are you, man? I'm good, man. Um, I'm looking forward to doing this this commentary for the lion. Yank it up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, it yeah. keeps falling down. I don't know. Uh, I think it's no. the screw at the end there. This one. I think uh, the one, the handle. Uh, it might be the handle. Technical difficulties. Ooh, Jake is so strong. Jake is so strong. Ah, oh, cheers. Is that yeah, better? that's good. That's good. Okay, Thank nice. You. Uh, yeah, anyway, so you're looking forward to that. What's it oh, yeah. like having been a fighter to now be on the commentary side, dude? You have did the full 360 full now. Well, it's nice, right? I'm not getting punched in the face anymore. Would you rather talk talk over people uh, getting punched no, in I'd the rather, face or be punched no, in the I'd face? I'd rather be punched in the face. But I still like so, being punched in the face sometimes. Yeah. I wonder if I'll but ever it, grow out of that. I actually like it. Is that makes weird? you feel alive, yeah, no. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, yeah. it's fun. I love it. It lets you know what's up. It yeah. wakes you up. When was the last time you had a good face punch at Steven? Probably with us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't spar a lot anymore. Uh, Why not? You don't, you don't have the urge to just even like... Because fighting is so different than, than training, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't have the urge to just get a little piece of it. You know, no, a controlled if I, if, little piece if, of it. If I, if I do it, I want to do it all the way, right? Um... I just don't have the You think time. fighting is more fun than training? I, I, I yeah, am the opposite. Yeah. Oh, I love I think fighting. the training is more fun than the fighting. No, I love, I love fighting. <sighs> well, we're getting old. I mean, training's fun for sure. Yeah, f- we're getting old, right? Well, this is actually full circle for me as well because I was, I was thinking about this yesterday or uh, Friday night when I was judging for the fights. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is actually full circle. The first time I was involved in one, of course, was just as a spectator when I yep. was training. And then, but beyond that, cornering, when I was involved with yeah. you, it was cornering you. And then here we are. Now I'm there as a judge, judge. like 10 years later. And yep. then we're doing commentary for a, another MMA organization that's yep. starting in Singapore. What a weird little, Funny weird little journey. Works, right? Yeah, you go around in, in circles. And we're getting time. older, but we're not, we're not too Stop old saying yet. That. We still have time to get some yes. stuff done, man. I'm, I'm still I'm in saying. my 20s just for yeah. clarity. Jake's like, shut up, guys. Yeah. You, you hey, know, you're in so your 20s so for about five more minutes, mm. dude. So, yeah. so young. And also, neither of you got kids, so you don't even know yet. That's, That's true. true. That's true. But hang on to those 20s while you can. How much mm. longer you got before you cross over the threshold? Six months and five days. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, because once you hit 30, that's it. You're going to start getting the gray hairs, bro. I did. Maybe it's just me. I think that's just you. Because my dad's... I looked my elderly dad... immediately. I went from like teenager and young and hot to like elderly straight away. Hot. Gray hair and bald within hot. like five years. Hey, I was cute when I was young, okay? 
<laughs> let's, let's ask what your wife thinks. Uh, um, don't ask her that. Well, <laughs> She's going to give an answer I'm uncomfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about this, um, this event we're doing. I have it here. The Lion City Championship, which the Stronghold Podcast is very kindly sponsoring. Hey, oh, bro, you plugged me. Uh, you plugged me on my own podcast. Yeah, that thing that you constantly forget to do. Yeah, I know how to do this shit. Calm down. So we are. Um, we're, we are an official sponsor of Lion City, and I'm happy to help these people. And we have the more fights, the better. Yeah, right. Gives gives young guys a, a chance to hone their skills and, and figure out if this is something they want to do in a less high pressure situation than my first time. And it's also the most, like, it's just going to a fight event is fun. Oh, fuck yeah. Right? So if there's more of that, if there's more, like, you can just go and watch people fight and have some beers and yeah, hang yeah. out and it's like an event. And like, if that, was, you a, know if that and... was a thing, like, available all the time, I'd go quite often, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, um, I'm really looking forward to this. This is the second one, actually, they put on. Yeah. And this what, is, well, this the... is the first one with spectators, right? Yeah. yeah. There were a few spectators, for whatever the number was, like the limit, it was pretty yeah. pretty barren still. 50, so, maybe. Yeah. Spectators this time, and it's a bigger venue, which is going to be nice. And I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, we, we sold probably like 30 tickets just at Stronghold alone, so I think it's going to oh, be nice. pretty packed. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I got one of my guys on the, the fight card as well. Um, so, well, uh, Jake, if you go to their Instagram, uh, the Lions, well, I, have I think the, you can yeah, pull up the, the fight card. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so we have nine fights. One of my guys, unfortunately, got COVID. So it was supposed to be uh, uh, one more, Karan, the guy's been training with me for the last two and a half, three years, something like that. Was supposed to fight on this card, and he was looking good, man. He was looking fit. He was looking in shape. And then he got COVID like a week ago. And so... You know, he, he was like thinking, well, should I still do it? Should I still nah, do you it? Should and you I should. told him, I was like, listen, man, it's a fight. You want to go in with full confidence. This yeah, is a yeah. really important thing about fighting mm. is you need to know that when you stepped in there that you did all the work. And you don't want to get hurt, right? I mean, sure. But also just, when you're fighting but from free. a confidence perspective, yeah. right? Like, I mean, you as a fighter know that if mm. you go in and knowing that you put the work in and you mm. didn't cheat and you didn't take you feel good about it, it yeah. gives you the confidence to go in there and really let yourself go. If mm. you've undertrained or you something's happened or other things are in your mind, very much more likely to break, much more likely to have an off night and yeah. bad performance. All you, that you'll break stuff. a lot sooner, right? Plus, you're playing you've got with your easier health. Outs. Yeah, and you're playing yeah, with yeah, your health yeah. above, most importantly, right? So you don't need to be doing that. So they replaced, I think, him with a uh, kickboxing. There's a kickboxing fight. fight. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, a guy from Evolve and a guy from. I got it. Music. From Evolve and from Fighter Fitness. Yeah, why don't you? Uh, okay, so that's the kickboxing. So that's fight the there. yeah, that's the kickboxing can, one. Can you read that out, Jake? I can't see it from here. Uh, yeah, uh, Young Lion Rises, uh, Strawweight Kickboxing, David Koo versus Yang Hong Wei. Which is hilarious because my student who's also fighting on this card is also called David Koo. I was confused by that. <laughs> yeah, was just, wait a minute. Oh. Yeah, two two two, two fights in a night. I was it's like, I, yeah, I saw the name and I was like, what? You're doing this again? Uh, so the first one's your guy, yeah. Yeah, the first one is the MMA fight is is one of my guys. Okay. Um, and then, so we got this kickboxing fight that was filled in, which is sweet. So now we got some MMA and some kickboxing. Let's just go through. So that the kickboxing card. one's the one Jake and I are doing together. No, no, we're no doing the, the MMA. MMA, the flyweight fight at the top of the card. Oh, sorry, yes, yes, yes. The other David. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah, 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 It's not yeah, confusing yeah, yeah. at all. Sorry. So uh, yeah, when I'm doing that fight, the the when I'm cornering David, yeah. then Jake is going to pop in and do the commentary. Uh, so let's, Stephen, can you uh, go through there and just read these guys' names out? Because as you reminded me very easily when we first came in, I butcher <laughs> people's names. You can't hey, even hey, say hold on. Aloysius. Hold on. 
Aloysius. <laughs> I'm still trying, dude. Mate, it's, it's been not that hard. His name's fucking Aloysius. It's been six months and I'm still Aloysius. trying. Okay, we're going to go through them. Bro, okay, we're going to start. Until then, I'm going to divert to the Singaporean. Okay, <laughs> we have Colin Tan against David Cool. I'm not going to say full name. Can you shout out the, the, the gyms as well? They don't say that. Oh, it doesn't say the gyms on there. Then we have Andy against Kochi. Oh, there's a Japanese guy on here. Okay. Then there's a Firaz against Luwei. Luwei. I'm not good at Chinese name shit. Um, then there's a Kaiser against a Boris. This yeah. Boris lad looks a bit old, isn't it? And Kaiser fought on the last event. Oh, did he? Okay, mm. because this Boris guy looks pretty old. Um, but he also, I don't know, I'm taking it by the name, he's Eastern European, so he yeah. could be. Yeah, he's, he's probably not, tough. He's, like, like, he's 20. Yeah, it's also possible. I feel like Boris got some dad strength, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? <laughs> um, then we have a Sean against uh, Wai Yan. We have Feng Yi against Joshua. Um, and then that, yeah, that next one was cancelled. Then we have Aloysius against Azaha. And we have Andrea against Zidane, is that his name? Andre, um, Andrea and Zidane. Andrea, yeah. Andrea yeah, yeah. and Zidane so, in the main event. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm familiar with a bunch of these guys. A few of them fought on the last one. Like I think uh, B Raj is fighting on this one as well, right? Shindy, the Indian guy. Is he is he fighting on it? No, no. Oh, I thought he was. No. Oh, so they must maybe have, maybe that got pulled. I think a few fights may have may have uh, fallen through, but they ended up getting it up there. Anyway, a lot so, of people getting COVID, I guess. Yeah, and the main event's quite interesting. Uh, Andrea, who I've trained and I've trained with uh, multiple times, because he's one of the majors guys, and our our people often cross train. Just like a David, my guy, of course, I, I send him to Major during mm-hmm. the days, and he trains with us at night. And Major and I have a really nice uh, collab going on with a lot of the guys that train, including Andrea, who's beast. The, the interesting thing about this fight is that Zidane last time main evented when he fought Kaishong, who was a flyweight. And Wait, Andrea, so he fought, he fought uh, what's flyweight, 56, and now he's fighting at 70? Is it welterweight or is it lightweight? That uh, Lightweight. Okay, so it's lightweight. 70. Yeah. But, that's still huge. But that's, that's like a big, 14 kilos. two weight classes easily. Like, Andre is way three, bigger yeah. than Kaishong. Yeah, way bigger. Yeah. Uh, and Jack. Um, but what I will say about Zidane is he, he lost in the first fight against Kaishong, which, by the way, Kaishong just went to Korea and just fucked up Beat the number, the number one, one uh, Korean, Korean flyweight. flyweight. Yep. Yeah. So, Kaishong is fucking... And dude, Major was telling me. Major just kept telling me when uh, we went out to have some drinks one night. Uh, he was just like, man, Kaishong is... And if Major's really saying that... Like Major's yeah. objective. He'll straight up tell me his people that suck. Yeah. Like, he'll be like, oh, this guy sucks. Or this guy's... Like, they're new or whatever. And yeah, I mean, he literally won't hesitate to just say they suck. But this is how people talk to each other at yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning after several pints. And, several. Uh, he, and he just kept telling <laughs> On me that... On that note. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just kept telling me that Kaishong is looking so next level. So next level. And that Korean kid was undefeated. How old, so, how old is he? Kaishong? Kaishong? Uh, 25? 24, 25. Okay. Something like that. And he's what? What's his record now? Three or four and zero. Oh. He's only lost to uh, he lost to Benedict Ong when he was an amateur. Mm. But Ben's also lightweight. Yeah. Um. And so anyway, anyway no, my Ben's my point is is that yeah. Zidane is there's no shame in losing to Kaishong, right? Yeah. But there's a big size difference here, and I believe that uh, that uh, Andrea. I mean, I think he's a purple belt. But he's a, he's a good purple belt. Mm-hmm. So, but he mostly likes to stand up. Good wrestler. All all of majors guys are really well rounded, including him. So, uh, but what I will say about Zidane is he does not give a fuck. Came out swinging. This guy time. does not give a fuck. Well, you were telling me just now he fought a while ago, recently. Yeah, he, yeah. he fought like a month ago, yeah. or maybe six weeks ago. Yeah. When I went to watch uh, Sam Quek fight, 
Uh, Arvin's uh, mm. boxer. She was on the podcast, super cool. And then she's like, "Oh, I'm fighting. Will you come?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm down." Is that Alvin's girlfriend? Is that the one? Yeah, that's yeah. Alvin's girlfriend. And so uh, we went there to watch the fights, and then he was fighting on that event as well. Yeah. And in that fight, he looked way better. It looked like he definitely grown between, but it's hard to tell with Kai Song because well, Kai Song just caught him, exposed him, boom, but, it was done. So you didn't really get to see his skill set. But, I don't but when he, he actually did a full striking match, he looked way more. But I don't think he there. trains anywhere because I think the thing said he's independent, independent. Yeah. whatever the fuck that means. That's the that's the tricky thing with with some of these people. Yeah. You don't know who's who's coaching them, who's training them, or whatever. But what I will say about this Zidane is that he's game. And it does not give but, a fuck. And if you're trying to break your teeth and you want to fight, yeah, you just yeah, take yeah. fights. My, and my, if you're just ta- looking to get experience, you take the fights. And he's taking all the fights. My thing so if he can sustain it. My thing with this is, though, that Kai Shong got him in that uh, crucifix, the major drills and drills and drills, and Zidane did not know how to get out of it. Now, if he's not addressed that, and it's another one major. Well, he guys, probably hasn't, but yeah. yeah he's gonna well, have I don't know if, uh, if uh, Andre is a crucifix guy, but I mean, if you watch the last fight, you might think about it, and then it's all, he's also still a major student. And yeah, major major students all have crucifixes, man. He's really good at like, imparting his style to his mm. students. You can see, like, anytime I train with a major student, I'm like, oh, this is a major student. Yeah. They all come to the gym all the time, and when I roll with them, I'm like, yep, this is major's guys. They're all trying, like, rolling cross crucifixes, and yep. all, he's got this certain kind of funk mm. to his style that makes his students unique, And uh, but Andre's got that as well. So that, that'd be good, and then the co-main event is a, go for it, say it. Aloysius. God, dude, I'm sorry. I'm gonna to try to get it by the by the broadcast. By the time you I'm gonna practice it. 100 That's all times. we're gonna do after this, yeah. And you and I are gonna sit down. We're gonna talk about <laughs> how to say that fucking name. We're gonna name. drill. We're it's gonna not drill. that hard. Al. His name's Aloysius. Just say Aloy. Aloy. Shis. Shis. Yeah. Aloysius. Am I saying Jake? Am I saying it right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, Wait, that's a fucking name. You always sound so unconfident when I ask you this question. Uh, anyway, so uh, who's he fighting no. in the co-main event? Um, Azaha. And this guy's got a t-shirt. No, he's got a singlet tan in his picture, yeah? Ooh, so maybe he's I don't wrestling. know if you can see that, but... I can see it. Right? Yeah. Hey, so I'm not sure. Shame tonight. You don't wear wife beaters? Nah, don't beat my wife. Neither do I, but sometimes <laughs> I like to pretend. No. <laughs> it's your word against hers, okay? <laughs> Tell us more. Uh, anyway, so guys, this event is uh, coming on this Sunday. It's at... what? Jake, do we ever figure out what, what time is starting? Seven, right? That's Seven. what I've been told, but I'm not... So follow, so follow Lion City Championship. You can find him on Facebook. Yeah, you can find him on Instagram. Well, I mean, uh, I'm I'm apparently commentating on this. I don't even know what time it starts. Yeah. So. Well, they told us, but I can't remember. I have to check my phone. Let, let me see if I can. Oh, way. Seven, 7 to 11 p.m. There you go. Okay, 7 I found, to 11 I found the PTIX thing. Right. I, I can find that. So you can find the tickets on uh, PTIX if you're looking to, bu- to buy those. Yep. General admission is $50. VIP admission, which is, I think, the 65. second floor, is 65 Yeah, that's what everybody at the gym did, the VIP ones. Those are nice seats, and it's not that expensive. Yeah, so anyway, this is the event's going to be nice. Oh, uh, drinks and finger food will be sold. Excellent, yeah. so I can get a few beers. Um, yeah. Just a quick question. Yeah, Steve I, was like, wait, can I though? Because I'm commentating. Yeah. But also, I might be as comped because I'm fucking commentating. Oh, Alvin, these are the questions. Alvin, where you at, son? Where you at? Oh. Uh, anyway, guys, it's going to be a really fun event. Support your local MMA fighters. And uh, if you want, those tickets are, are going to be available there's, there. Is Ron coming? Because we'll there's be there. no yeah. word of a lie. There's one attendee and it's Ron. Oh, so that has to be Ron. It is Ron. Ron. It has to be Ron. Ron signed it? in and created yeah. an account. Yeah. Ron. Oh, I love Ron so much. He's Big the only one my who boy. like RSVP to the event. Oh, Ron. <laughs> Classic Ron. No, but yes, please, please come out and support, um, you know, your local fighters. Without events like this, they don't get pathways to bigger shows and bigger events and they don't get the experience they need. It's just fun. 
go, you go to the event, you drink, you, you watch a few some people beers, fight, you get a bit shit faced, watch people some fights, punching each other in the face, eat some food. That's all you need, right? Hell Fuck yeah, your Netflix, dude. just come out and watch fights. Hell yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, and we'll all be there, and uh, we'll be chatting it up, and maybe we should all, maybe we should do like a like a public uh, drink fest afterwards somewhere. Some like uh, we should do an after party somewhere and just tell everybody. And then <laughs> yeah, fuck it, I'll sort that. You want to do it? Let's do, let's do it. Yeah, why not? We pick a bar, and then uh, we tell everybody, uh, shout it out the day before, and then we all go there afterward, after the event, and have yeah. a good time. So, uh, well, I'll have a look at where what what's around. So yeah. check the social medias, and we'll update you guys on that. Anyway, let's move on. So the Lion City, you guys got all that sorted. It's going to be awesome. And if you can't make the event, the event will be posted on YouTube uh, later on, and you guys can check that out. And there's a live stream as well, no? Yes, there's a live stream also. So check out yeah. the live stream if, you don't, if you're not going to go. Uh, it'll be fun. And we are moving on to the one championship on Friday, which uh, we all caught mostly. Steven, you mm -hmm. got a couple of the fights. Mm. Uh, Jake and I watched them. I was there live. I got to see Road Tang fight from like five feet away, which was amazing. He's a scary motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, I saw, I saw one of the other judges. I, 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 I don't know if I should say this or not. But I, <laughs> I saw one of the other, uh, well, he was a referee, but we sit right next to each other, right? The judges and the referees. Yeah. And the referee like went right up to the cage and was like watching the fight. And I was like, Am I allowed to like go right yeah, up to that? it? Like right up to it? Well, wait to find out. I don't know how close I'm legally allowed to get. Like, am I like allowed to put my head right next to the chain? I don't know how close I'm allowed to, but I'm close enough to touch it. Anyway, the point is, is one of the refs went real close. And then like when Road Tank's fight was going on, I was like, I'm going to get as close as I think that I'm, it's acceptable for me to get close because <laughs> yep. I'm so pumped to watch Road Tank fight live. Close enough to get the blood on you. <laughs> Dude. And by the way. There's a lot of blood. Oh, man. His elbows were nasty. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. I heard this in the back that he broke his hand. Oh. That's why he started so switching and throwing more clinching and elbows. But, dude, by the end of that fight, the guy that he fought was just... Gushing. Butchered. A few yeah, of them. Yeah. There was another fight, too, where there was just tons and tons of blood. Um, the guy didn't answer the bell afterward. I can't remember what oh, that was. Oh, he put on his stool, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was smashed. He had a yeah. huge, yeah. huge belt. Co-main. The co-main. Was that the co-main? Yeah, the co-main. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Comment. Exactly. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So that, which is crazy, man, because when you hear those elbows slapping off live, who? And when who? they hit, when they hit just on the eyebrow, right? That shit just splits open and yeah. blood trickles in. You can't see because you're constantly doing that. You're poking it. You're yeah. rubbing it. Yeah. And it scores highly because, because uh, it looks bad, right? You got, and gosh. superficial damage is a very high yeah. scoring criteria in one. Yeah. Because the damage is like accumulated damage and superficial damage. Mm -hmm. And so when like actual superficial like cuts and stuff is a part of the criteria. Yeah. And it's scored very highly. So when you see a cut like that, you immediately think this is why this is a major theory about why Tiff lost to Penda in the second fight. Because she had blood all over her rash because she wore face white. Face was pretty fucked, yeah. She wore a white rash guard. Her face was busted up and everything. And even if you look at who did more, you, you could say whatever. But in that one category alone, for sure, she scored higher. Mm. Right, and just the superficial damage. Yeah. So uh, a few fights, uh, one had, had a few of those. And uh, I mean, qu any quick thoughts about one? Would anything stand out, Jake? Um, After the whole the, the, uh, Just a brilliant card. No MMA on the main card. It was all kickboxing. Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl fought MMA on the prelims. Oh, did not see that. Oh, yeah, it was her first yeah. MMA fight. Yeah. She armbarred a girl. <laughs> which is... Of course she did, yeah. Which is confusing in a lot of different ways. Of course ways she did. Because I'm like... I'm like, how, who is this girl that she's fighting? She was undefeated. She was like mm. six or seven and no. I think it was an Indian girl or whatever. But I'm like, man, if Wonder Girl was armbar, what would she have done to her on the feet? Yeah. Damn. But first fight. It's her first MMA fight. So uh, it's interesting to see her because she's young. And 
what I like about what one's doing is they're really the only promotion like outside of Thailand that's actively trying to push some of these big name ties into doing MMA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, the coolest thing about the event is the fact that, all right, so you have Gary Tonin fighting the Rulatulo brothers on the same card that you have Road Tang fighting and you have like one of the coolest Muay Thai Grand Prix in the sport right now. Yeah. It's a a shame that, um, what's the name? Haggerty. Had to pull out. Yeah, Haggerty pulled out. I, I didn't know. I was asking some people yeah. backstage, like, what, yeah, what happened? Yeah, did he pull out the day? Day. Yeah. It was some, I think, a weight cut issue or yeah. a health issue or a hydration I issue. I think he didn't, or, he didn't, yeah. He said he wasn't feeling good. That's, mm. he posted oh, he was in hospital. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Can you, Jake, go to his Instagram, Jonathan Haggerty, and uh, no, see, he what, was see what he said? He, he didn't say much about, like, why he was there. But let's see what he, because, man, oh, if he was in there, because did you see the Walter Goncalves guy? Did you see that yeah. fight? Dude, he dropped him with a body shot, yeah. a vicious body shot in like one minute. That's the guy who Haggerty was supposed to fight in the first round. Yeah. Walter Goncalves, who had probably the best fight with Rotang in one oh, yet. No. Yeah, so what did Haggerty say here? Um, his deep, deepest regrets and sadness that I have to withdraw from the tournament due to health reasons. Camp has been very challenging, one, due to health reasons from the very start. However, I truly believe I had overcame them and was back on track and ready to go into this incredible tournament and give it everything I could to win. Uh, I'd like to say my apologies to Walter Donclave and wish everyone in the tournament very best. I know you all put on a hell of a show. Without a doubt, the best strikers on the planet. Thank you, One Championship, for everything you do. Yeah, real bummer that Haggerty pulled out. He's one of the most exciting guys. So but, fun to watch. Oh, man. So fun to but watch. But did you see Joseph Lassiri? Man. He's always game, man. He looked great. He's always game. Well, he, he dropped a weight class because remember, he yeah. went, I think, 0-4-1. Yeah. When he was and they fighting, kept calling him back because he's so fucking gay. His, his fights were amazing. His yeah. fights were super entertaining. And then he went down a weight class. Yeah. And now I think he's undefeated in the yeah. whatever weight class he went down no, to. I, I enjoy watching him. He's, he's a lot man, of Man, he's game. And to beat a tie like that? Yeah. To beat a tie like that? He doesn't give a fuck. Dude, right, yeah. He's, he's, he's ready to get stuck in... He's, he's going to stand there and throw and bang. It's so fun to watch. And to see him win the title live was pretty crazy because I know he started out 0-4. He yeah. was getting smashed. Went down a weight class. Looked shredded, dude. Yeah. He looked shredded. And then to see him put on a performance like that against a Lumpini champion and a guy that's still fighting. What's the guy's uh, the guy's name? The guy that was here fought? Chai. Sorry, is it? Pranjan Chai. Pranjan Chai, yeah. yeah. Pranjan Chai. Who's still legit, man. Like, yeah. his kicks, man, these ties kicks come out sounds man the sound the and they speed go, pop, pop, that they pop. slap out is just crazy but joseph lasiri is like a real comeback story for one to actually a lot of people were overlooking him in this fight a lot yeah. of people thought and the falangs by the way fought pretty yeah. well on the whole card yeah yeah because uh falang she, is white people for yeah. anyone that doesn't falang know. is the not is, <laughs> it's not racist to say falang for some no, reason it's not no I don't know why. It doesn't, Maybe it's a compliment. It's white privilege. Yeah. So you can say whatever. You could call white people whatever you want. Yeah. And uh, oh. they deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> You've had your day in For the, the sun. Cr- yeah. The crime of whiteness. <laughs> uh, but so the, let's go to the main event then, because this is the one. And then I'll talk a little bit about the the. Are you allowed, are you allowed to show the highlights or anything? No. No. Yeah. I don't know. I've never asked that know. question. Maybe because I work now. It's on. I'm not gonna to push air, my no? luck. I'm not gonna push my luck. It's on YouTube, but yeah, it's free to air. So I, I don't know. But I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get luck. you in trouble. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we'll we'll, we'll uh, let's go to that main event. Jake, did you see the the main event? Yeah. Who did you think won? Uh, definitely the French fighter, right? Vigneault. Yeah. Vigneault, yeah. without shadow shadow of doubt. Did, I, do I you know think it was pretty clear? 
The one thing you have to keep in mind is that there was the knockdown, so that's two rounds up right away. Okay, it's a five-round fight. You got 10-8, yeah. So the question is, could you make an argument that he won one or two rounds? Uh, that uh, Pet Morcock... Well, he's doing a lot of sweeping, right? He's doing a lot of sweeping. Dude, he kept sweeping him over and over. Fight, so just he, fight. Yeah, but here's the thing about sweeps. First of all, it is really hard to sweep ties. Their balance after kicking yeah. is just impeccable. And he kept doing it, and he kept doing it. And the second thing is, when you're fighting a kicker like that, if you want to stop them from kicking you, you got to respond yeah. to the kicks. You either got to hammer punches right down the pipe, or you got to catch them and dump them. So it makes them yeah. a little bit hesitant to kick. To throw, yeah. So, I mean, that is a, is a proper strategy. And he kept dumping them, <coughs> kept me. dumping them, he, he kept dumped dumping them. dumped him three times in a minute, and I think the third round or something like that. Cause, cause, to be fair, they don't the score that high. Yeah, it's more of like a tactic. To first of all, they're dynamic. They look great. They should score higher, in my opinion. Yeah, but they look amazing. It's super dynamic when yeah. you see them, and it has a visceral effect on the fight because it makes you not want to kick when people keep tripping you. But this is my yeah. this is my issue with that one. That that was the, so that was the third round. He swept him three times in the first minute up round, and I think he got him a couple more times, like five times. But that was also the round he got put down in. Yeah, and so you're like, all right, he's been put down, but you've not put him out, like. I thought Does, is it then a ten eight to me and I'm not I'm not I wasn't judging the kickboxing or the Muay Thai I'm only doing the MMA and the the Jiu Jitsu, but to me I could see maybe one round being close or whatever especially the early round I think the first round was pretty tight, um, and if a draw I could see right because of the ten eight and then you have an early round that that might have gone either way and I could see the draw but yeah it was t- the fact that two judges gave it. Uh, the decision to the other guy was a little bit surprising. And most of the people there thought that the Vigneault won. But, you know, not my job. Not my, mm-hmm. not my thing but, to say. But in my opinion, that uh, I thought the Vigneault won. This is this was my question for it all as well, though. Because Rodin put on a shot. Rodin like, looked he, amazing. Yeah. But, and he's the current champion. He doesn't have to fight in the tournament. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to do this, be yeah. undeniable, and then switch to MMA. Like, that's his plan. Yeah. He's going to switch to MMA. But he's... The other two TIE fighters did the very typical TIE thing of taking it easy in the first round and not going for it. And that definitely was decisive in the Lasiri fight because then he was a round up from the start. And Rotang is the only one who was like, nah, I'm just going to go for the I'm going to swing, yeah. Yeah, Rotang's such an animal. I mean, in my opinion, he's the best Muay Thai fighter in the world right now. The fight against DJ was yeah, well, whatever. I don't know if he's the best Muay Thai fighter in the world. I know. some. You think, okay, some of these like 17-year-old kids. Dude, and, those kids in Lumpini are much better than him. Sure. Maybe they would beat him uh, if they had a fight, but that's not really the point I'm making. In terms of like excitement, he's still undefeated at one. He's not had like cakewalks, man. The fights that he's had have been... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not like the crucible that you get in yeah, but he's like not fighting the fucking, Lumpini the or Roger Dubner yeah, or exactly. something like that. But still, he's... On a long streak, he's fought ties. No, he's very good. No, he's very title. good for sure. Yeah, yeah, super dynamic, really fun, and getting a lot of exposure, which yeah. is what you want with some of these yes, guys, yes, right? Yes, Because that is true. great. You're the Lumpini champion. Who knows you outside of Thailand? Yeah. So he's now getting some like mainstream success, and a lot of that is the yeah, DJ hopefully, fight. Hopefully, he makes a bank, right? I, yeah. I hope for him for sure. But he's so exciting. Yeah. Is but he, he's becoming. He's becoming a big draw for him as well. Like, not just in Thailand now. Like, yeah. Everyone, well, because he's exciting, right? Yeah. And he has the antics. You know, he does the whole, like, come hit me, come hit me. Do you think he can transition MMA, Stephen? you think he can... So far, the Thais have not really pulled it off. I'm going to be honest with you. But well, no, there's that, one, that, there's that one girl from Tiger in the UFC. Yeah. She's Loma? Um, or what's Yeah, it? Loma. Yeah, she's one... She thinks she's one and one right now. Yeah. 
Um, it's just that the grappling game so is developing to, there's entirely There's so much recently. to catch up. So yeah. much to catch up. And they'll get there because the qual- and once the money is there and easier access yeah. than like the fight in Thailand. I mean, but the grappling just needs another decade, like five, ten yeah. years to start to catch up. The incentives to MMA will be a little but they, more but they, pushed. But they have good hips, right? Like from oh, kicking, yeah. they have such good hips, right? And the wrestling just and the clinch. Just teach them to sprawl. Just Clinching sprawl. too. Yeah. Right? Like, sprawl. Dude, you do not want to clinch up with a tie. Even God as no. a wrestler. Even as a wrestler, yeah. dude. They could crush They're you They're going to fucking elbow you in the face, yeah. right? So if you teach them to sprawl, eh. A bit of counter wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Keep you on the feet. Happy days. But it's interesting to see a big name like this making the shift. Wonder Girl just had her first. Uh, well, I'm sure he saw well. the fucking paycheck he got for the DJ fight and thought, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> let's do some more of this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's do some more of this. Exactly. But that's the point: is that the incentives are starting to be there, and yeah. some of these guys are realizing, like, oh, I can, I can have three or four fights a year. Yeah. And li- and live. I make what? I don't have to fight two times a month or once every and six weeks. They would for... make what thirty US a fight? Happy days. Yeah, man. I can have a record of like 30 fights and have made a career. Yeah. yeah. I don't right. need 300 by the time I'm 20. Man, some of the records of these ties is just I do ridiculous. Know like Thai guys come down to the ring, 450 fights mm. versus some poor European guy. 20 fights. Yeah. Man, yeah. And even 20 or 30 fights for a European is a lot of fights. Yeah, it's a lot of fights, yeah. But amateur boxers and... Uh, and Also, by the way, Alvin's just messaged in that group chat to confirm what everyone's doing. Okay, nice. Yeah, things are moving. Things um, are moving. Uh, let's go to the... Yeah, so it starts at 7 p.m. Starts at 7, yeah. yeah. And booze and food served. I've got a question for you. Yeah, dude. Hit okay, I'll put it on the screen. We can show this. So what did you write in your judge's scorecard when this happened? Oh, look at that. Back take. <laughs> I wrote back take. For the listeners, this is uh, Cade Ruotulo literally doing like the Showtime. It's got to be called the Showtime back take, yeah. right? It's got to be monkey, called the Showtime. Monkey jumps off, yeah. Yeah, it's a Showtime back take. If you've ever seen the Showtime kick where Anthony Pettis does the jump kick off the side of the cage, Cade Ruotulo does that to Shinya Aoki and like off balances him and then ducks under and takes his back. It's sick. Yeah, but I, I did think, what's, what's Luke with him for that? <laughs> and you know what's interesting about that is that it's the manifestation of like an MMA-style format because you're in the cage and the different elements of jiu-jitsu that are available to you when you can like wall wrestle and push off the cage and jump off the cage and use the cage to take away back takes and stuff like that, right? Because the cage is basically the third object in the fight other than the two people. Yeah. The surface is different. Like If it's a flat mat or it's a cage, it can change a lot. As you guys know with uh, some of the cage wrestling and stuff that you see. But well, how about those Rotulos, man? These are kids are amazing. How old are they? 18, 19? Fucking hell. They are amazing. Did you see any of the like, uh, ones promotional videos on them where they're training from like four years old? Where having the like their little white belts as little kids. Like Indy when you brought her into Stronghold. Yeah. Like that size. Both of them training and they've been training up all the way through. And they're just darsing and buggy choking everybody. It's crazy. I never even knew what a buggy choke was. Do you know what a buggy choke is, Steven? I you don't even know. I have no idea. You fought one championship, you don't know what a buggy no choke idea. is. Jake, I know you know because you're, you're into that weird shit. I like, I'm like, I'm inside control again. Here we go. <laughs> so a buggy choke. choke. Jake, can you pull up a, a video of a buggy choke, please? Yeah, go and choke me. Can't. Oh, can it's a choke that you can hit from... Have you seen him hit it from the back now? 
So I'll give you a little inside advice. You might be able to hear it on the broadcast, but Ty is in Cade's corner when he's fighting Shinya. And he kept, he was having the back, and I kept seeing Cade like reach around and try to grab his leg in this weird way. And Ty was trying to tell him. He, he wouldn't say it. He wouldn't yeah. say buggy choke. So he's like, you know what to do for me. He's like, go for it. It's there. It's there. And I keep seeing that he's trying to do the buggy choke from the back. And then he, got, he almost got him with it from the close guard. And normally people hit it from the side control. Like the bottom side control. Mm-hmm. It's an arm triangle that you hit oh, with, your, okay, okay, with okay. your legs from the bottom side control. Okay. And they are crushing people with it. So I'm trying to find and now it. they're starting to find all these little different positions you can hit yep. from. Like the side control, yep. bottom side mount. And uh, that combined with their Darce game, man. They've been darcing everybody. Darces have been around for years. But the rule tools have just mastered hitting it in high-level competition. Yeah, maybe like a GIF or something uh, yeah, on, on Google might be the move, Jake. If you go to images, you can click GIFs. Okay, you guys keep going. I'm going to the bathroom. I'll try to find this. Yeah, let's have a look at... Because I've got long, lanky legs, so I love shit like this. you got to be... you got to have... Well, you've probably got it. It's like serious hip flexibility to hit it, though. Yeah. I can't find it. It's annoying. How do I go to GIF? Uh, Size, type, area, type, gift. Maybe if you just got a boogie choke. But yeah, he's. Uh, did you watch any of the grappling? Ah uh, no, I don't. I don't watch a lot of the grappling. Is uh, can't I can't say it's my favorite thing. I'm a much bigger fan of just people punching. Yeah, absolutely. In the face. Other. It's way more fun. But yeah. um, yeah, the grappling was interesting. But I t- I'm, back to my point, I was making. Does she near lose? Yeah. 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 And uh, but then uh, Tonin lost. Tonin well, lost in a minute. That that yeah, I saw. Yeah. yeah, I saw that Tonin lost. I didn't didn't see the Shinya one. Shinya lose decision because yeah. now they've they started doing like what's 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 the thing they do now with with grappling decisions. With what one? Yeah. What's what's that new thing they've added? Yeah, so one... Close one, something or another? Uh, catches. They call them catches. catches. Yeah. So catch is just like a near submission attempt. I got pee. Yeah, okay. yeah, go for it. And uh, so basically... Uh, anyway, did you guys check out that buggy choke? We can't find it. Oh, we can't find it. Okay, so let me just break down what the buggy choke is, and then I'll go over the one thing for the, the grappling. So a buggy choke is basically when it's an arm triangle. It's a leg and arm triangle, right? If you're imagining yourself and you're in the bottom side control, I'm sure most of the people listening to this podcast have... Yeah, Because they're BJ people know what a buggy choke is. But just in case... It's a. It's basically a choke where the most common iteration I saw of it was from the side control, the bottom side. I think that's where they first started hitting it. And basically, you just feed your leg over to your arm and you grab your bicep, and then you start to like use your sh- your lat and your shoulder pressure against one side of the. Someone neck. got one. Someone got one last week, and I can't remember whether it was in Bell- whether it was in Bellator or the UFC. Wasn't in the UFC. I would have seen a buggy no, choke. It was in Bellator. Maybe you can go to pull up an Instagram or something like that. But anyways, this new choke that's just been hitting, like people have been finding it, and now people are really starting to get uh, systems. They're getting systems in to hit these buggy chokes. And man, it's a really threatening choke. It kind of reminds me of like when the twister started coming around. You remember like when the Korean zombie hit it in the UFC? Yeah. And then yeah. you started to see like a buggy choke go, or a, sorry, a twister go mainstream. And these buggy chokes, it's the first new like submission that I've seen since oh yeah here you go right. you find one yeah yeah someone hit one yeah oh i saw this one last week yeah yeah let's just take a look make sure there's no volume please so, so we just just to finish like we, we don't want to like watch the fight so we see the position yeah so you can see how he just like it's an arm triangle where he's got his arm trapped 
up against the side of his leg. Oh, yeah, it's just nasty. And Cade had it on Aoki in the, in the yeah. end of that fight from the close guard. He, he was... It looked like he was going to break his own bloody ankle pulling it that hard. I know. That's what yeah. I worry about because the way you pull it, it seems like it's going to be like tear your ACL or something yeah. like that. So, yeah, Steven, here's the buggy choke. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just a bottom a bottom side arm triangle where you grab your leg. and But, man, it puts a lot of pressure on the knee, and I worry about doing this and tearing my ACL as it happens. Everything okay over there, Jake? No, no it's not playing for some reason. Okay. All right. Well, fine. Well, <laughs> Steven, you can't see it. Steven, send it to me later. The internet does not want you to know what a buggy choke is, dude. Uh, but anyway, so Cade was trying to hit that on top, or on um, Aoki in that fight. And by the end of it, man, Aoki's face was pretty red. And uh, anyway, so to go back to your catch point, yep. that's what a catch is. It's like a near submission. Yep. So you might hear on the broadcast, uh, Muhammad Sulaiman is the is the referee. Shout out, catch! Like when there's a near submission yep. hold. Okay. He's signaling it to all the judges because basically what their number one thing is to push the submission. Yeah. Right? So whoever gets the most catches, the mere submission attempts. If there's no submission. Is, uh, yeah. So, and uh, But how about Ty and Gary Tonin? Yeah, that was a shock. That was a shock. Yep. John Danaher flew all the way here, all the way here from, from Texas to be in Gary's corner for about one minute. Yeah. I was a little, like, kind of starstruck when I saw Danaher walk by because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting there trying to be super professional and shit. And I'm, like, I'm supposed to just stand in my chair with my, like, arms crossed and, yeah. like, professional because the camera goes right by me. And I can't be, like, sitting down and then getting, getting the back of my head or anything like that. And then as soon as I saw him walk by, I was like, oh, my God. Hello. <laughs> You're my favorite coach. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I can't believe I've never seen a DDS guy get submitted like that. No. None yes. of Danaher's guys have mm. ever got smashed like that. Two minutes, I think it was. Less. I think it was like less than two minutes yeah. even in the one-minute still area. With a Dars. Dars hasn't been around for a long time. Gary came out a little lethargic. He just came out a little too... Gary, Gary Tonin. A little too relaxed, a little too loosey-goosey. A little brain damaged after his last fight, possibly, as well. Mm. How long ago was that? Not that, not that, that long. Six weeks, a month? When, uh, That's a bit more than a month. When, uh, what's his name? Knocked him out. If uh, he got, but all I'm uh, saying is, he probably got concussion. Tanley, Tanley. He, Tanley. he probably yeah. got concussion and it wasn't long enough after Wait. the fight to get over a concussion. Wait, yeah. how, how did you say it? Tan- Tanle. Tanle? Isn't that his name? Is it Lee? Lee. I, I mean, Tanley. I hear it say Lee. Is it Lee? Do you know something I don't? Are you, are I, no, you, I'm not sure. Are you drunk and you don't know what you're saying right now? Um, well, I'm not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Am I messing this up? or are you? no? He's Vietnamese, yeah. 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 I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway. So, but that was at most a month, six weeks ago. Yeah. Something like that. that Gary's in a bit of a rough patch. I mean, up to that, up to that point, he was tearing it up. He was yeah. just crushing people. Yeah. But, you know, a couple losses in a row, though, I don't think will bother Gary Tonin too much. But I suppose as well. He's focusing on MMA, Yeah, he's right? focusing on MMA. He's not training pure jiu-jitsu anymore. And that's all the Rosolos are doing. So, you know, maybe it was gonna happen one way or another but yeah. how about one i mean I, I can't stress this enough right the quality of of their production and the, oh, the it's great the and the professional the professionalism of getting this i was saying this to steven earlier you want yeah Cheers, the fact that you have the rutula brothers fighting with gary tonin and shinya aoki yeah. on the same card as a muay thai grand prix yeah that's got Rotang fighting in it. It's supposed to be Jonathan Haggerty fighting in it. Yeah. Pep Morricott was in it. Yeah. Superlek was on the fucking prelims or yeah. something like that. Like, dude, the ties, 
the fact that they're on the, the same stage as like some of these jujitsu people, there's no promotion doing that. No. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it is so awesome. You have like Mikey Musumichi is there now as well. Yep. And the Rural Tula Brothers, Gordon's going to come in and do some matches. Yep. And and uh, they have like, Buchecha was there. He was mm. at the event. And you got Leo Vieira, who's the head judge. He's the founder of Checkmat. Like the, the level of overall talent just all huge, over the huge. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that they have all those connections in Thailand. Because they're getting these ties to, to come over now, and it's becoming... People have been trying to get the ties to transcend to do like into this, yeah. mainstream for decades, yeah, and yeah. they can never could. And one is the first company that's actually doing that. And to see like these American jiu-jitsu kids on the same card as Rotang is just yep. badass. It's so cool. But it's a hyper, like, yeah, it's hyper exciting card. It's not an MMA card. So like the UFC today, by all accounts, was... Boring. Yeah, a bit drab. Oh, the one was better than the UFC yeah. this week. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and this card was hella exciting. Action all the way through. And, like, the entire main card, every fight was a good fight. And you're like, yo, this is sweet. That Muay Thai tournament is sick. Yeah. And those BJJ matches were nice. This one was nicer than the last one because I think the last event I had to judge, like, 10 fights. Nine, nine or 10, something like that. So I'm working pretty much the whole event. The whole show, and then every yeah. now and again, I have a, a, a fight off or whatever. This one was the opposite. I think, I think I did four or five or something like that. Yeah. Yep. So I got to watch most of it. And yep. then I am just have like the best seats in the house. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm like, I, I don't know how appropriate it is for me to yell and scream. And yeah. be like, oh, shit. And like, you know, when crazy stuff happens in the fight, but I can't help myself. Yeah. And then I look around and everybody else is doing it too. And I'm like, okay. okay. So I, fair, think I'm, fair, yeah. I think we're all good here. I can be a fan still and be professional, right? Like, um, But yeah, the whole card was sick. Uh, I was trying to think of the big standout moment was probably just Ty's Dars choke. That was nasty. And Walter Goncalves' body shot. I don't know if you managed to see that. No. Um, he's the guy that filled in for yeah. Haggerty. He was yeah. supposed to fight him. Yeah. And they brought this guy in last minute who Goncalves just crushed with a body shot. I think a yeah. liver shot. Just sent him hurling. Packing, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, that guy got pulled out on a stretcher. From a liver shot. From a liver shot. That's not, not a good thing. That's There's, not fun. Oh, oh if you get hit in the liver so hard, <laughs> you got to get pulled well, if, out on a stretcher. If you've never been hit in the liver, then you Steven, don't know. Steven, as a professional fighter, what is the worst place to get hit in your experience? Crotch. Okay. Legal. <laughs> legal legal place. Oh, liver. 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 Because your body shuts, shuts down, what, right? What's worse to you, the solar plexus or the liver? Liver. Because the solar plexus hurts quite quick, but you can rally. You can't rally from the liver, right? Because it just you you fold like a house of cards. Yeah, when you get hit in the liver, your body goes fetal. Yeah. But when you get hit in the solar plexus, I can't breathe. I can't inhale. You can't inhale. Yeah. You're st- and but you, you kind of rally. Panic. But you, but can you rally panic pretty quick. Yes. It makes me panic when I can't inhale. So then I get that fight or flight response in my head. Yeah. And you okay, know what? Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh shit, am I dying? <laughs> like, yeah, do yeah, I need yeah, to? Yeah. You know? Who was it? Who, someone walked off a liver shot. It's Chandler or someone like that got caught plush and somehow he's the only time I've seen it done. If, walked it off. If you shell up and you get, I mean, it just depends on how you get. If you get hit perfect, it's brutal. Steven, I was going to ask you this. What's the worst, uh, worst shot you got hit with in a fight? The hardest shot or the most painful shot? Is there one that stands out? Yeah, the, I think he throws big left hook and the last guy I fought. When he Alatang Haley. Yeah, Alatang Haley. He's he fighting in big, the UFC now. Yeah. Is he undefeated in the UFC? No. He lost one. I think one. he's like four and one. But he's, um, he's, he's a good. real he's Chinese oh, prospect, man. He's mad. He's so good. Um, 
Yeah, I got hit by a left hook in that second round, and I just felt my body go. Eh. Was that on the chin or like the eye? On or... the chin, yeah. yeah. Those are the ones. And then I was just like, yeah. Your legs go shoop, and you're like, yeah. oh god. And I can hear the ref saying, "Fight back," and I'm like, I'm trying, dude. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying here. My legs aren't working. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's a he's a real prospect. Nice, and he's a nice guy as well. Can you pull pull him up, uh, Jake? We've we've mentioned him on the podcast before. Yeah. But a real real Chinese prospect. Steven got a got a piece of early on in his both of their careers. Oh, good luck. Ala. ALA. ALA? ALA? TNG. H-E-I-L-I. Alatang Haley is his name. Uh, but I think he's probably the biggest rising prospect out of China, <clears throat> beyond, of course, like Song Yudong or something, who's already established, right? And uh, he must be getting close to being ranked at this point. I've just got it's... articles about the Ming Dynasty up, so this ain't going on. Hang on, <laughs> You just go to Steven's shirt dog. Oh, yeah. Or, ta- or Tapology. How have you got there? <laughs> I don't know. But did you know that <laughs> the, the uh, Balthazar's uh, based ex... I don't know what's come up. So, um, um, if you guys yeah. haven't seen him so, fight in the so UFC, go, go... Yeah, it's a, it's a weird name. Go And go watch Steven's fight with him, because it was an interesting fight for Steven, especially early on in his career, because he's a wrestler. Or he I, was. I got dumped a lot, yeah. He still, he still is, but... I mean, wrestling was his bread and butter. He yeah, he's a, a Mongolian, uh, Mongolian wrestling champ. That, that was there? not fun, just getting thrown over on your head over and over again. Man, when you get a good wrestler yeah. ragdolling you, it's a yeah, not, it's not fun, fun. It's, feeling. It was not a good night. Because it just feels like you can never get them off of you. Yeah. And Every it, time I got up, and then he just dumped me again. That's the thing. Because those good wrestlers, they just mat return you over and over. Yeah. And you did build back up to your base several times, and then yeah. you just get back up and to your feet. Thrown again. But then they're stuck right to you again. Yeah. Yeah, so why don't you throw him up there on the main screen? So this is El Tang Ali. This is his uh, UFC career. From UFC uh, win. Uh, win 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 loss draw. Who did he lose to? Casey, Casey Kenny. Kenny. Oh, Casey Kenny's good though. Yeah. Casey Kenny. What was the decision or decision? Yeah. Unanimous. Okay. I mean, Casey Kenny's good. Yeah. He just fought Dominic Cruz. Yeah. So that's there's no shame in that loss. And how how old is he? He's a year older than me, I think. 30. Okay. Okay, so well, he's in his prime right now. Yeah. Another couple wins. I mean, was he 4-1 and one in the UFC? I mean... 4-1-1, uh, one, one, I think. So, another another couple wins, and he's, he's going to be He's ranked. got a draw as well. Some of the Chinese fighter, man. Like, Song Yudong is amazing. He's an amazing fighter. And, uh, you know, that's what I like about doing this podcast as well. You, you really don't get a lot of Asian perspective on, like, yeah. MMA and fighters from Asia, from China, from Singapore, from yeah. Vietnam, like we, t- we talk about. You don't see that a lot in the mainstream martial arts they media. Get, they don't get talked about, yeah. So it's nice to have a, a place where you can do that. If you, yeah, if you take one thing from this episode, just find out who Rotang is. Like, yeah. go watch his fight. Yeah, go watch Rotang, Good man. fun. And go watch Steven's fight with Al Tang. That was a good fight, man. No, it was good, yeah. That was a good, good little scrap. You know, he, he kind of overwhelmed you and swarmed you and stuff, but you, you had some moments there, you landed some shots on him, you got yep. back up to your feet. That was what your third fight or your fourth fight? Fourth fight. Yeah, so I mean, you're fighting a pretty fucking good guy. You're fighting someone who's now. So yeah, fighting someone who's nicknamed the Mongolian Knight. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, no, no, yeah. don't. not for me. But yeah, I'm not. And no. your fourth fight ever? You didn't even fight. Yeah, no, I'm sure nothing. Yeah. No, in case people haven't told the story, Stephen, tell the story of uh, the lead up to your very first ever fight against another human. Um. Yeah, I got, I got signed by one championship off video. Oh, you YouTube generation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like, do you want to fight? I was like, yeah, fuck it, why not? 
Uh, and me. did you know how to fight? Is the question. Well, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> kind of, kind of. You've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, okay. I've been enough like pub scraps and done enough sparring. I guess. How long had you trained for that up to that point? Two years. Two years. Okay. Yeah, two years. But the last year I was training like two, three a days, all mm. every day. Um, yeah, and then I I just got in the cage. I remember walking to that cage just thinking, "What the fuck am I doing?" Um, yeah, you have a kind of surreal moment, don't yeah. you, on your way out? When Where you're standing like, in the back? Maybe I should just not do this. What moment for you was the most surreal? Was there one that stands out? Like, is it the walk yeah, when, with the back? The walk. As as the curtain's about to open when they start playing your song. Yeah. That's and you're peaks. like, oh shit, I gotta go. I gotta go. And then you just walk out, right? And once you get in the cage, something else, adrenaline just takes over, right? You're not actually thinking about it anymore. It's just... Let's fuck around and find out, which is how I, I like to live my life. <laughs> yeah, that part where you're uh, back behind the curtain, waiting yeah. until the curtain opens. Where it's still a bit silent. There's still, you know. There's like maybe one to two minutes before you're up. Yeah. And you're just kind of sat back there waiting for the curtain to open. That's where it peaks for me. Even I even get nervous like when you guys fight, right? Like, yeah, when yeah. Shit fight, I'm like, like this weekend when David fights, I'm gonna still be like, oh, fuck, because every, every time that's kind of the addictive thing. I guess you get the same sort of vicarious feeling as a coach as yeah. you do as a fighter because you're invested in your people of course yeah but you do feel that you feel that nerves and you're like oh shit here we go yeah now imagine how that guy feels right and for you at least it would have been crazy too because back then you had fans like there's tons of people screaming in the 10,000 people my first fight 10,000 people Singapore Indoor Stadium most people's first fight is like outside a bar with some asshole <laughs> at 2am like <laughs> wasted yeah um but yeah you jump in, jump in the deep end, and fuck around and find out. It's good fun. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it another way. Yeah, it's hard to get rid of that feeling, hey. Yeah, it's hard. Well, to also, it's hard also, to match that feeling. To to just give another shout out to to Lion City, right? When, in my day, there was no, there were no other fights, right? There was no amateur fights. There was no other avenue for me to, to try it, right? It was just go fight on this big show. Unless you went to, like, Thailand or something. Yeah, you had to leave, pretty much. Yeah. They would have kickboxing fights and, like, little things here and there. A little there, bit but, here and there, but even but then, there were so MMA, few and far between. Yeah, Yeah, and it wasn't consistent, and it wasn't, no, like, a place wasn't. where you could build no. something. Yeah, and there's like, none of that. Have something to train for every not, three months, in, every not six in months. 2012. Yeah. Oh, Ten yeah. years ago. Oh, dude, you were you the second or third Singaporean? I was third Singaporean. So, who, who was before you? Radim. Radim and... And... The guy that got KO'd by Gianni Suga. Bruce. The guy from Impact. I think his name's Bruce. Bruce. Maybe you can find that. Can you go to Gianni? <clears throat> Let's go into the Singaporean history of MMA fighters. Um, I think his name's Bruce. Bruce Lowe, I want to say, maybe. I, I'm probably wrong here. Who, who's the guy that beat Major? That got Right when Major got off the couch, he was he was heavy and they just gave him a fight last minute and he went in and fought. and like got, Singaporean? Yeah, I think, he, I think he was Singaporean. So. I'm pretty sure he was Singaporean. I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong, but I was thinking him too. Because okay, so you're the third professional I think I'm the, fighter yeah. from I, Singapore yeah. to fight in one, and so pretty much to fight any major yeah. organization. Any, yeah. No, Gianni Suba. Just go on Gianni Suba's topology. Yeah, and then um, from there we can figure I can't it out. Remember his name. I want to shout you out, bro. I want to shout out these uh, I'm, Singaporean I'm pretty, MMA I'm pioneers. I'm pretty sure his name is Bruce. What year was that? 2012 when 12, you fought? 12. 
So Redeem would have been like 2010, something like that? Uh, 11. Uh-huh. So, oh, you're about... No, it's like his second or third fight. All the way down. Bruce Lowe. There you go. Bruce Lowe. He's Singaporean? Yeah. Shout out to you, Bruce Lowe. Is he still fighting? Did he cook his his thing? Let's see. He he was like 38 when he fought uh, Gianni. Oh, he's one of those guys. What's his record? Oh, yeah. Impact. Oh, it's Impact. That was his last fight. Oh, that was his last fight. According to Tap on Okay, okay. So he fought in Dare. Yeah. Oh, I remember Dare. Which was supposed to be that million dollar tournament yeah. that never actually finished. Man, some of these old school like Asian yeah. MMA competitions. Because Leke, Leke and... fought in Dare as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. But that's old school. Yeah, that's Dare. old school. Jesus. It's some old school Singaporean um, martial arts history here for you. Was on. Well, there were three Singaporeans on my card. There was Sherilyn, the girl that fought Anne Osman. Yeah, yeah, I remember her. And what's his name? Wentier. Juan Wintier was also on my card. He fought. He fought some old man from Malaysia. What was his name? I can't remember. Alex. But now it's. A, I mean, what they just did their ten year show or whatever, right? It's crazy how long one's been around. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, it's starting to get some now, real, yeah. some real legs on him. Yeah, isn't that crazy, man? When I met you ten years ago, you were like twenty one. You were just training to fight. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty when I met 20. you. Making me feel old. Well, I was born kid. in 92, right? So 10 years ago, I was 20. When you made your pro debut. So I got with you on your second fight. Third. We were first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your first two. Third. Yeah, I was with you with the last two. The first two, yeah. you were training with someone else. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So what year was I with you? 2013 then, probably. Was it the next year? 14. That was when I started training you. Yeah, mm. 14. Dude, we are getting old. Yeah, it's not. I don't, I don't now, love now this. Now we're talking. We're now talking for... Oh, yeah. I don't love this. Yeah, now we're now, talking about Now I'm commentating. Jesus I like Christ. it, man. I like it. You don't, That's a nice honest, switch. You know what's like one of my favorite all-time things? And I think a lot of people can probably relate to this because mm-hmm. anybody that listens to this podcast, and probably the reason that I do it, is because my favorite thing to do is watch fights and talk shit. Yeah. It's literally like top five, when am I having the most fun? When I'm because I'm a sports fan anyway. Yeah, so if yeah, I'm yeah. sitting around watching a game, like having a beer and talking shit, yep. it's like all time fun for me. Which is why I built a podcast with you guys where I sit around and I talk about Chat sports shit. and talk drink beer and talk shit. shit. Yeah, happy days. There's all something around, that's it? just beautiful about it, and because I love MMA so much, it's just a natural progression. Progression. Yeah. And but it's fucking crazy that ten years <clears> already <throat> we've been doing this, and now we're coming. Do you miss the old days, Stephen? Do you? I mean, I know you periodically get the itch. We all no, get the I, itch. I, of course I miss the old days. I don't miss being broke. Yes. Yeah. F- lack and fuck off. Well, we were both pretty broke when we yeah. met. Oh, yeah, I was we broke when I was fighting, pretty right? Broke, yeah. um, so I, I don't miss that. Of course I miss competing. Right, I'm a very competitive person. I. Do you romanticize those old days of, of being I do. Of broke I do. and young and <laughs> sexy and yep. training all the time? And all yeah, you yeah. had to worry about that was is all like you had to do, right? Hanging out with Krunoi while he yeah. crushed you for a couple hours a day and yep. rolling with me, and yep. that was pretty much it. Um, I mean, I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I did it. I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> but could you do it for like? Would it be fun to do it for like six months? <sighs> like, you just go live like with Krunoi, ro- roll. You know, a couple months. Honest, just to honestly, say, like, if, let's if just I didn't, tap into this real quick and see what's up. If like, I didn't live in Singapore, maybe, but like, just because of how expensive it is here, if you shelf your life for six months, it's, it's a lot of time. Yeah. Right. If yeah, you want to talk a, about you're like a so buying you can't a house, do that. yeah. Um, I think there are, now there are other things in my life I want to achieve. 
Yeah. Um, I think back to, so I wasn't fighting in the early 20s. I was a musician. And yep. I think back to that. And that was we like, all made great career choices, by the oh, way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look out, look out Pod, podcasting, professional if, fighter, musician. If you're listening to we're this, all a bunch go of to assholes. law school. Yeah, just go to <laughs> yeah, law school. Exactly. Go to law school. Doctor uh, or lawyer, there's my kids' options. <laughs> oh, what, yeah. what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a vet. I don't sound like a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I was a muso, so I spent all my time driving around Europe in a van, partying. But if someone said to me now, like, oh, you can go go back to that for six months, I'd just be like, no, I don't want to die. How, what time would you like to go back that to? If you were going to try to get a little slice of nostalgia, how would you how would you do it? I don't know. I'd, I'd do one I, night. Like, one night. One, one night? last gig. One last gig. One last gig. <laughs> one last gig. Oh, yeah, That's one. the thing for musicians, right? You, yeah. One more gig. One last gig. This I, is the one. i do one more fight, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't want to do gig. six months. i do one last gig. I don't know what the fight equivalent of it is, but um, someone out of the blue messaged me on Facebook who I went to university with. Him. Like, I wasn't even really mates with him or anything, but I was like, yeah, right, I'll accept your phone request. Now, remember, he's the same age as me. Yeah. So like, he's he maybe a couple of years younger, but he's 40, and he's, he's just started a new band, and they've just released a new album. How old is he? He's 40, and then I looked at the promo pictures of him, and like he's dressed like a young person, but he's clearly you're like, mate, you're forty. Just what let it you, go, you know, yeah, let it go. Yeah. Like, if I if I'm gonna if I was gonna come back to music, I'd be like, right, I'm gonna be in a Green Day covers band, and I'm gonna pretend I'm Billy Joe Armstrong for a yeah. few hours. Not, I'm gonna write an <laughs> album and record it, yeah. and do all the promo. And you got to sell like, tickets and all that. Who's the Who's the Glover Teixeira of music? Who like really pulled it off late? I tell. Oh, and, and like universally, right. I'm gonna find loved a late. Here. He was he was loved already, but then people forgot about him altogether. Johnny motherfucking Cash. Yeah. Like I, I for the first time this weekend, I heard his version of uh, Neil Young's Heart of Gold. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I mean, even Hurt was he 70 when Hurt came out when he did that cover of the yeah. Nine Inch Nails song. Yep. What and that's a legendary cover song, like a all time legendary cover song, and he's like in his 70s. Yeah. That picture of him high as fuck eating cake. Can you can you pull that up? If you guys have not seen, first of all, if you've never listened to Johnny Cash, I'm pretty sure it's not the most popular thing in Singapore. But if you've never listened to Johnny Cash, you should throw in some good old outlaw country Johnny Cash. And uh, but there's this picture of him where he is high as fuck, hiding in a bush with a face full of cake. <laughs> Looking up at the camera like it's the greatest moment yep, of his, yep, yep. like a raccoon who's got spotted like, like hoarding, hoarding the food. That's truly living your best life. Oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw that up, I've Jake. Never, I've never actually seen this. You've never seen this picture? No. Oh, this is put, throw that up with the main. Yeah, yeah. Look at the if you're watching, wa- Google this if you have if you're listening to this podcast. Just, look just Johnny at Cash's cake. face. He looks so devilishly happy. He's also right? high as a kite. Oh that's another story. yeah. Oh yeah, he's so high just sitting. It's the best tasting cake that man's ever had yep. his entire life. I'm just looking at. I've 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 had that feeling in my life. It's just that like, this is brilliant. Yeah. This. So you know. Um, best food you ever tasted, the, man. The, the holy religious festival in India. Where mm. it? So the first year I ever went to that. So basically, um, there's a drink you have called Pang, and if you look what's in it, you'll understand my story more. Yep. But I didn't know what was in it and drank like four of them. Mm. And was, what is it? Uh, it's like uh, a lassie with a special ingredient in it that uh, I did not know this and I drank four of them and it was covered in all this oh pain. natural remedy a little oh, herbs and spices yeah 
covered in all this paint and the paint started like turning silver for some reason and we were driving home in the cab and I was just staring at myself in the um, mirror just looking back at myself thinking I'm so beautiful <laughs> I'm so beautiful I should paint myself silver all happy the days time. yeah happy I days I should paint myself <laughs> silver so I look beautiful <laughs> that like that was my face on that day that that's Johnny your that's your Johnny Cash moment yeah you've never seen the Johnny Cash eating cake oh man there's some crazy ones of like Hunter S. Thompson and stuff you can see too. Like, have you, have you seen the? Um, we're going off track now. Have you seen? Yeah, the, we're going way yeah. off track. That's okay. How did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the Elvis high on coke doing kung fu? Oh yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Oh man, I mean his last one of his last shows, he does this version of uh, on piano of uh, Elvis. Oh, what's the name of that song? I mean, he's clearly like coked out of his mind, yeah. sweating profusely, barely alert. He like bangs his head on the mic when he's he's like, huh, and just like keeps hitting his head on the mic like that, and then <laughs> but just rips out this like stomachy, bellowy yeah. version of the song. It's amazing, and he literally is forgetting it halfway through, but he's still just nailing it. And they're like, oh, Elvis, and his even at his worst, like at his lowest, was just still crushing it. Now, yeah. for any anyone who's thinking, you know, beautiful picture of Elvis in the mind now. Young, young boy, really good looking. No, this yeah, is the yeah. Elvis we meet. This is the Elvis I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. This, this Look at how many chins he has. Oh. Yeah. Elvis lived hard, man. Lived hard. And that dude got a lot of the ladies, even in his later days. <laughs> yep. Even looking like that, that's how good a singer he was. Yeah. 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 Died on a toilet, right? Yeah. Mm. Him and uh, The Doors, uh, Jim, Jim Morrison. Morrison, also died no, in the bathroom. Bath, wasn't he? Bathroom. Yeah, yeah bathroom. Both died in the bathroom. How old was Elvis when he died? I can't remember but listen elvis still holds up elvis still holds up johnny cash still holds up that was the point yeah. of this we were on a tangent for all you mma fans out yeah. there dropping we're now talking american music oh, i watched 40, that i've got he was my age when he died how old 14 yeah that's what i was just thinking 42 we watched this uh, netflix documentary and robert johnson have you seen this yet no oh it's really good you yeah. know robert johnson yeah, yeah. i haven't the, seen it no you know, his story is like the sold his soul, sold his soul to the devil yeah. to learn how to play guitar. And man, it's just so good. It's got a couple of his like young relatives, uh, or his, uh, well, they're old now, but they're like his grandkids or whatever that never met him. And like, he lived a hard, hard life. And in the yeah. 1920s, like being a blues singer, yeah. I mean, that gave birth to rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, Robert Johnson gave birth to rock and roll and he, uh, got, he got poisoned because he was sleeping with some dude's wife at a bar. And but they poisoned him and that killed would do him. It. Yeah, yeah. That would do right it. when he was pop, like right when he was starting to pop, and then they found him like years later, like a decade later, and they're like, "What is this?" Yeah. And then they, then everybody started copying Robert Johnson, and then spawned the birth of the blues, man, and like swing and like all kinds of shit. That was in the 1920s. Yeah, we've Constant. gone off track, but yeah. Yes, we have. Apparently, he was told as well. Someone sent he was an alky, and someone said, "Oh, to he him, was. Yeah. Your drink's been poisoned," and he's like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Stephen, if you're thinking about a life of <laughs> blues and whatever, just know that you, yeah. you may be poisoned. But I feel like in your you career, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. So let's get this back. What were we talking about yeah. before we went off rails here? We're talking about one, right? Do we, we yeah. cover most of the one stuff? We covered yeah. most of the one stuff. We were talking um, about what were we talking about before. We we're talking about you fight. Oh, I was going to ask yeah. you. What's like the? Is there like a moment in particular that stands out from your fighting career where you're like, oh yeah, that was the one. That was the. I think the soccer kick on Raymond Tan in yeah. Malaysia was the the icing on the cake for sure. Yeah. Um, that is a highlight reel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. That that's the one you got. Yeah. I remember yeah. that forever. Yeah, that was a crazy fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely remember that one forever. Me, you, Ahmed, and Krunoy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, Kronoy. I miss Kronoy so much. Yeah. A salty old bastard. We got, we got fucked after that fight. Yeah. Your mom. Your mom is an animal, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mom was the one pushing... Steven's mom, for the people that don't know, <laughs> is... There's a reason I'm an Elkie. Steven's mom is an animal. How old is your mom? 56. Your mom is a G, dude. Your mom is a G. I've never seen... I've never seen someone's mom be the life of the party. Yeah. Steven's mom is like buying everybody a drink. Like, come on, let's go. What are you doing? Chatting around everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mom's holding court, dude. Yeah, yeah. When your mom's like out with people drinking shit, yep. she's holding court. Yep. I'm like, wow, this is a force of nature, man. Yep. <laughs> like, you, and you just got to embrace it, right? Oh, I love your mom. You have to go with it. Your mom is like all the best kinds of crazy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, all right, man. So we so we covered that. Uh, we covered the Lion City. What else we got, dude? Was there was something else we were going to talk about? No, because the UFC today was boring. Mm, shit, dog shit. Yeah, the what's what about next week? Is there a UFC next the week? Fight card. Yeah, uh, let's take a look yeah. at that real quick before we do this thing and wrap this up. Steven, I'm pretty pumped, man. It's been crazy with you. That is a little bit full circle. Yeah, I no, got, I got a little nostalgic, man. When I was I'm, at I'm one. very very excited to do this commentary. It'll be really nice. It's kind of ten years, dude. It's been ten years. Yeah, and like when it's, I was judging at one, I was literally thinking about being there with you. Yeah, and I was like, I can't believe ten years ago I was it's, here basically with Steven. Yeah, just trying to do yeah, this thing, yeah. just fighting and everything. It's very nostalgic for me because it's 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 like okay, maybe this is kind of how I can give back. To how would you be in the industry? Perfect world. Stephen Langdown is doing what he wants to stay within the MMA industry. What would you do? I think I'd make a decent promoter. Promote? You'd be a good promoter. Yeah, that's, I think I'd, you're a hustler. That's yeah, why. I think that's I'd in be, your DNA. I think I'd be a decent promoter. That's why you and Alvin together. I've been saying this for a long time. Yeah. You and Alvin are match made in heaven because you're both very fucking similar. You guys yeah. are both just hustling when, with a million things at if once. If one folds, you two jump in. <laughs> we, we, me and Luke, me and Luke have got the vague technical expertise to. Uh, like, I thought do you were going to say you got the money. No, I don't think that. My wife might. <laughs> well, we'll have yeah. a look. Yeah. Hey, if you're right, I got an investment opportunity for you, Jake. Uh, just let me hook me up with your wife's number real quick. <laughs> no, no, no. But by that time, she might. She's waiting on some things. But um, <laughs> so, so what do we got? We got the UFC next week, right? But Volkov, Volkov, Rosenstruck, and that's all they've advertised for it. For next week? Yeah. It's next weekend? Fifth. And that's all oh, they're no. doing? The weekend after. Weekend after. Oh, okay. So it's two weeks before UFC. Yeah, because the okay, big one's cool. coming here. All right. And then there's another one in two weeks also that I just got the word that I'm going to be doing. I'm so pumped, man. I love this shit. Do you still love... You still watch a lot of the fights, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you watch more boxing or more MMA? Because I know you watch like the follow the boxing. Quite I follow heavily. the boxing quite a lot. Um, but I watch the MMA main cards. I don't watch the full cards. It's just... Yeah. I got. Long. I got to ask you. We were talking about it earlier. Terence Crawford, Errol Spence. Errol Spence all day. Why? Why do you say that? Because this is like, if you're following boxing, Terrell's, or uh, Errol Spence and Terence Crawford is like probably the biggest welterweight fight since like See, the, the Haggerty the, Hearns era. Yeah. When they were fighting with um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, it's just sad that it probably won't get put together, right? Because it's fucking boxing. Right? But didn't they pretty much finalize it? I thought it was pretty much agreed to already. Jake, can you Google Terence Crawford versus know. Errol Spence? Oh, so how Crawford thinks he's the best pound for pound is fucking laughable. But Dude, he's... What? Come on now. Well, now Come Canelo's now. lost. Now Canelo's lost. So Canelo's Wait. out. Okay, so who's pound for pound for you? Canelo. Still Canelo? Still Canelo? He just lost. You yeah, can't get... Yeah, guy much bigger than him. Eh. Yeah, set. 
It's set, right? Is it set? Can you click it? When is it? 100%, oh, yeah. I've just read though. But I think they're really close, man. I think they're close. 100% happening, which in boxing means maybe. Yeah. yeah. When when in Vegas? Because I'm thinking of going to Vegas in October. Oh, dude, if you're going to go to Vegas, go for Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence. No, I'm that is that a, when you were young. Can you get a ticket festival. for that? I don't even know what the tickets are going to be for that thing, though. But yeah. oh, oh, you're going for the... It's, it's boxing confirmed. Boxing confirmed. Yeah. It's like 40%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. But so what, what are your thoughts on this? Because, I mean, both guys, this is the Spence best. Good job. This is the best one since like the Roberta Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, yeah. Marvin Hagler era when they were all welterweights chipping, chomping at the bit. Yep. And uh, both undefeated, both yep. pretty much dominated everybody. Like, I don't know what's the closest fight any of them have had. Because Bud Crawford yeah. has got nasty power. Errol Spence has got a nasty jab. His jab is and nasty. I think, I think this is Crawford's last fight with uh, Aram. Is it? I think. He'll resign. They're going to give him buttloads of money, man. Yeah. I think he'll resign. But anyway, this is one of the Does biggest say when, bites, Sorry. fights in the no, history of boxing. He, as I say, it's boxing. Just, okay, Nothing okay. signed. It isn't, right. Okay, okay. I mean, I think, to me, whoever wins this fight is pound for pound number one now. Now that Canelo lost. I mean, Canelo, if you're talking literally pound for yeah, pound, yeah, yeah. the genuine concept of it, but it's really hard to still give someone the number one slot when they just After lost. they lost. When taking a big step up still. Mm. Plus, you know what I'm, who I'm going to say. Pound for pound. Tyson Fury. Tyson, Tyson Fury, Fury. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's yeah. got the most pound for pounds, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> most pounds per square inch. <laughs> oh, far and away. Apparently, yeah. he's still training. That's what that's Yeah, I what saw Sugar that. Hill I saw said. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah, saying he's training. He might still be training to do something mental, like not a boxing match. Oh, like, he's going to oh, fight, fight in Ganu. Yeah. In, yeah. M- in MMA gloves. For like a zillion dollars, right? Can't blame him. Yeah, and with no boxing promoters attached to it. Yeah, yeah, Because his contract is up, right? He's, he's yeah. retired. That's why he's retired. He's not actually done fighting. The WBC want him to give he, the belt back. He can just say he's retired so he gets out of these contracts yeah. and then he'll go. out of contract as well. Who's that? Ngannou's out of yeah. contract. Yeah. He's going to so be, So they'll yeah. make bank in that case. But I think Dan, but... Dana will have to re-sign him, and then the UFC will want a piece of that for yeah. sure. For sure. Which, yeah, let's do it. I mean, we all know who's going to win. There's really no question. There's no win. question. No, but no, uh, no, I still no. want to see it. <laughs> I still want to see it. I know what you're saying about he has to re-sign for the UFC, but if you're on Ghana, you could, I'd just be like, but I could have all that lovely money for myself. It'd be the biggest payday I'm going to make, and then I can just, I don't have to Right off into anymore. the sunset. Yeah, 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 yeah right off into the sunset, 100%. It's probably, Stephen, how many paychecks do you reckon a fight versus Tyson Fury is for per UFC fights like you got one Tyson Fury how many fights is he gonna have to do in the UFC to make that amount of money 20 dude yeah I mean t- 10 conservatively right yeah super conservative he's probably gonna make 50 million 30 to 50 million if he I, fights. I went 40 yeah. to 2 40 mil boxing 2 mil UFC. yeah the, right so oh. 20x dude you might be fucking right it yeah. might be 20 times yeah just do that it might be 20 two, times yeah. Listen, if you're Francis, fuck, I never really thought about it. Like Francis, that. if you're listening, yeah. wow. if you're listening, if, you, if, if you've fucking not thought about this, yeah, when Dana comes to you and goes, tell him to get fucked. <laughs> Twenty, mm. you might be right about that, man. I was, I was thinking that that might be too, too I, I liberal. Think but I think it's closer to twenty than it is to ten. Yeah, you actually yeah. might. I'm really processing it now, yeah. and I'm like, shit. Now that I'm saying it out loud. See, this is why damn. Luke keeps me in his life. That's why Luke has a business. Steven's the money man. Yeah, yeah. Steven's yeah. the money man. I just tell him what to do. He does it. I'm the concept guy. Steven's the nuts and bolts of the operation. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's crazy. I never really thought about that. So, yeah. I mean, plus, okay, so Francis is 
in his negotiation right now for the his UFC contract. He wants mm. to go and do this separate fight with Tyson Fury. There's no way he gets he's all the, the exposure UFC. of a Tyson Fury fight and then goes into the UFC talks about his contract because after Connor went and fought Floyd, Connor got so much more than anybody yeah. else had ever gotten. He got so many more. And he was still underpaid. Yeah, and it, exactly. It was underpaid still, but like with the proper twelve stuff, the pay per view points, yeah, yeah, and yeah. his flat salary. Well, they were sold... saying twenty million, right? Yeah. That's what they were saying. Yeah, it was more than. That. It was about twenty million. It was just, probably more. But that's his purse. That doesn't yeah. include the proper twelve shit and the sponsorship opportunities he gets. And he sold. He sold proper twelve. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, to um, Diageo. That's why he was the highest paid athlete last year. Yeah. Even though he fought like one, twice yeah. and Dustin Poirier smashed him both yeah. times. Yeah. Because he, he sold proper 12. Yeah. Wow. He's a good business. I mean, he's oh, a yeah. bit crap at MMA now, but my God, he's Who a gives a fuck? Fan. Yeah. He's cares? laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Who's he going to fight next? Uh, Chandler or Ferguson, is my guess. Ferguson's the easier fight. Ferguson's easier fight. He's a bit chinny. No, yeah. You're going to throw him into Oliveira. Just make that's that's they the money. Can't, they, can't, they, they don't can't care. Do Mate, they can do anything they want. They can do anything. They, they don't give a fuck. He hasn't won a fight in years. They don't give a fuck. But if they um, if they go to Oli, right? If I'm Oliveira, Cowboy was the last person he beat. How's yeah. Cowboy doing right now? True. But, no, but if <laughs> he's I'm, fighting Joe Lozon in the fucking prelims or whatever, he pulled out. Yeah, they're, I think they're, they're going to fight. Him. Right? No, but if I'm if I'm Oliveira and they're like, this is the list of people you've got to fight to get your belt that you should have never lost back, and like what Chandler. Who else is going to be on there? Um, Poirier, maybe they're talking about that. I don't know. But like, oh, and Conor McGregor's the name on there, right? Well, that's probably the easiest. What fight. about Conor and versus it's the Islam? Payday. Conor versus he'll Islam. never take that fight. Number, yeah, he wouldn't. But the dude, the juice, the juiciness of a Conor versus Islam fight. <clears throat> Khabib's in fucking Islam's yeah, corner. What? what? Oh man, the what? drama, dude. Well, aren't the they, try- aren't they trying to do? Um, aren't they trying to do tough? Well, Khabib and Tony. For the yeah, E-Boy yeah, C thing, right? Yeah. If, if, I don't know. The Ultimate Dana's, Fighter, yeah. I don't know how Dana's going to... So Khabib's going to fight again? Is that... No, no, no. They're just coaching the Ultimate Fighter. But they're not going to fight. They won't the fight show. at the end. No. Oh, that's just another tease. <laughs> you have seen, we don't, we don't need more Tony yeah. and Khabib teases. Especially because now Tony's on a rough patch, right? Like, he's lost a... He's lost to really good people, but yeah. he's, he's, he's not he's, one piece. He's a bit over the hill, I mean. 40, he's almost 40, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Not one since 2019. Look the other week. Just yeah. crazy. Yeah. But, right, so hear me, hear me out. Connor's road to the Islam fight, which is a huge fight. I'll be back. He's got to, he's yeah. got to beat Oliveira for the title. Sorry. That's his only road to that Islam fight. Yeah, yeah. well... well or, or, or you do the Islam fight first. <laughs> but that's not going to... I just yeah. don't think they'd do that. Like, I don't that's think not going to happen. It's just too easy a fight for Islam. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I the, agree. The Oliveira fight is more interesting. Even though Connor's jiu-jitsu defense is suspect, I mean, look what Poirier was able to do to him. Even yeah. from the top, like smashing him from the guard. Oh, don't, he was, I don't he think took him down out. multiple times. This is Dustin Poirier, okay? Yeah. Dustin Poirier is a good wrestler, but Charles Oliveira has gotten down a lot of good people. I do not think Connor wins that fight at all whatsoever. I just think that's... If I'm Oliveira, I'm like, well, that's the fight I'll take. Most Who money, easiest fight. Who do you think Connor can beat in the top 10? I'm back. Oh, that's why you went. I thought you were going to the bathroom. No, no, no. Steven has returned with the beer. I mean, who can Conor McGregor beat in the top 10? I don't think he can. I wouldn't favor him against anybody. He's I'm, I'm just, bringing it up now to say. He's, especially after the leg break. After the leg break? Yeah, well, thank you. Let's have a look. I mean, they got to give him somebody that he can beat. He needs a tune-up fight, man. He just broke his leg in half. Yeah. Right. I'm not a fan of tune-up fights, but like Conor can still get a tough fight that makes sense where he can get a little bit of... Uh, Maybe he can rebound, but Tony is the guy. Tony's, I think, the highest-ranked fighter 
that is in a Easiest place fight. where Connor could actually maybe get him. But Tony could still get him too. Okay, so Benio, he could be Benio. I think Benio will crush him, dude. His jujitsu and wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fair enough. So top ten, you got. Um, cool, Benio did the Tony Ferguson. Thing. That's true. Wait, let me do that. Oh, changed it. So give me a sec. Ah, oh, there you go. So ten, you got uh, Rafael Fiziev. I, I think Fiziev would win that fight, yep. honestly. Tony Ferguson. He's nine now, is it? After the yeah, he's nine. Got lost to Chandler. Oh, in fact, he's nine and Connor's eight. That is. Then you look above that. Dos Anjos. Darius. Dos Anjos is there. They could do the Dos Anjos fight because they were supposed to. They fight tried to do that one. Dos Anjos was yeah. a champ. Um, Darius Chandler, Islam, Gaethje, Poirier, Charles Oliveira. So the only two are Ferguson and Dos Anjos. That he I think could. it's got to be one of those two. Yeah, and it, I can tell you, to Tony's win. definitely more marketable. And yeah. Tony's coming off a brutal knockout. Yeah. And Tony's probably crazy enough to still try to fight. So I'll check all boxes that Tony Ferguson... Sign me up. Yeah. Ferguson... But they should have done this fight five years ago. Yeah, and Ferguson looked good in the first round. Yeah, he, he like He just walked into Until one of the brutal KOs ever. Yeah. yeah. Which so Chandler didn't even... doesn't even train that. He just threw it and yeah, fucking ripped like his head it, off. Yeah. Like... He was a brilliant KO, but he, yeah, he's not trained for it. It's one of those ones that happen sometimes. He just saw it in the moment yeah. and yeah. threw it, and boom, that was it. Crazy. But it's good. It's a good technique to use against Tony Ferguson, which Connor also uses that technique a lot. But because Tony crashes the ra- crashes into the striking range, like like Connor's slices in and out of the striking yeah. range. He's like a snake. He's edging in and out, and yeah, poking, yeah. And dipping in and dipping out, and sliding yeah. off to the side. Tony crashes the fucking range like a berserker who's ready trying to rip your dick off. Like he's just, <laughs> he's just like a fucking hoarder. Fucking <laughs> straight in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Tony Ferguson, man. When he was on his tear, he was probably he's my beating. favorite fighter. Yeah. yeah. For me, like favorite fighters always go in like eras. Yeah. And when Tony was slicing, remember that photo, that gif? Maybe pull this up, Jake. There's a picture of like Tony Ferguson's last ten opponents or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all, seen that? yeah, and they're yeah, yeah. all just diced in half, and he was darsing everybody and just butchering people with elbows and triangled Kevin Lee and like choked out Barboza and Anthony Pettis and he was just crushing one, yeah. everybody. Tony's run was one of the most vicious runs of all time. All right, it's gonna come up, and you know. He was quickly closing in on a better run as Charlie, Charlie Olives, man. Mm. He's, uh, I think he's won 10 in a row or 11 in a row. Tony's was 12. Tony won 12 in a row, I think. But that goes to show you how dominant Tony Ferguson was, that Charles yeah. Oliveira still has not passed Tony Got Ferguson. Got there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jesus fucking Christ. Look at that. Look at that shit. To be fair, the Cowboy ones, because Cowboy blew yeah, his nose. Yeah, nose. But he still broke it mm. and set the stage for it, right? So that's that's Kevin Lee, Anthony Pettis, Rafael dos Anjos, fucking Donald Cerrone, uh, Edson Barboza, Barboza uh, Josh Thompson. Josh Thompson. Who's Look that guy? Look at those people. Who's between Barboza and Cerrone? I can't even tell. His face is so mangled. <laughs> I literally cannot even tell who that is. I honestly cannot tell you. I don't you know who the guy in the middle is. Is it Lando yeah. Venata, maybe? I know he fought him on that run. Maybe. I don't know, but the point is... is yeah, like, Lando's bald, no? Now. Now he's bald. Oh, is he bald now? Yeah, he wasn't back then. Yeah, he went on an absolute tear, and the fact that he never, we never got the trilogy that should have been when they were all in their yeah, prime. Yeah, like yeah. The McGregor, Khabib, Ferguson trilogy just yeah, yeah, never that, happened. That, was that little big. round robin, yeah. Yeah, and and probably the most, uh, wor- the worst MMA injury of all time to, to really destroy <sighs> one of the greatest events, right? Because like Tony Ferguson yeah. was on his run, blew his knee out. 
tripping over cable. Tripping over and cable. It, yeah. And then he came back. Like within nine months, he came back super fast, having yeah. fought Pettis, but yeah. like having fixed his knee himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh man, such a missed opportunity with those three. But, but yeah. So it's got to be for Conor. It's got to be Dos Anjos or Tony Ferguson, I think. Yeah, yeah. They're the only two who can. And Tony be. Ferguson is just more marketable. Like he's a big Excuse fan me. favorite. I feel like that one still makes more sense. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'd rather see that one. I still just think they're going to throw him in for the title decider. And just, just they love money. Just but the so UFC has also been pretty good. Don't we all? Also yeah. <laughs> Sign, not, me up, mate. Sign me up, mate. Sign me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. What, so there's no more next week. We pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. All righty, everybody. You can join me and Stephen and and Jake, uh, Jake. and Jake. Party this weekend, Sunday. Uh, come watch the Lion City. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be like live streaming uh, the event. You can find it on YouTube. You can watch it later on YouTube, or you can come down live and drink and have some fun with all of us. Come say hi, yeah. Come say hi. Good fights. It's going to be great. We're going to break it down. And then next week, Jake, I reckon we bring in whoever wins, and some cool fight. Maybe on two weeks. Who's that? No, because next week we're literally doing the Lion City. Oh, have yeah, to be in the week after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I guess no podcast next week. Yeah. So the weekend after that, we'll, we'll do the podcast and yep. we'll bring in somebody, whoever has an awesome fight, and uh, we'll chat some more then. So until then, Stephen Langdown, my brother. Thank you for, for being here with us, everyone. Yes. Jake. Remember, the Lion City, sponsored by Stronghold Podcast. The Stronghold Podcast. I put Singapore's top MMA uh, podcast on the promotion, and I, I don't know if I'm lying or not. <laughs> Wait, what did you find? My my bar is admittedly low anyway. <laughs> so and I'm like, is this a lie or is this true? It seemed like it if no one's called you out, true. it doesn't matter. It seems like it could possibly be true, so I went with it. Wait, what did you put? Singapore's top martial arts podcast. It's definitely true, right? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I think, we, I think we're the only. I mean, ones, when you're so. yeah, <laughs> when you're, when you're one of one, you're the Gold best medal. in the world. Okay, so can we say that we're obviously the number one podcast in the world? I'll for say very it. specific Singaporean very specific MMA. Role. I'll fucking say it. Let's do it. Yeah. Fuck yeah, number one. <laughs> Woo! Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for making us the number one podcast in Singapore for martial arts, as I so have declared. It's good. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for coming. Have a good night. This is the Stronghold Podcast. We are out. out.